This is Sarah Weymouth, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about everything for you to live your best life. And we have a little fun too, from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest, best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is The Line Podcast. All right, uh, we are going to talk about moving from California to Tennessee, specifically moving from the Bay Area to Nashville area, which is what we did. This is probably the biggest topic that I get asked about since we moved. Part of it is, of course, family and friends that are still in California. They want to know why would we ever want to leave? How do we like it here? They want all the details. And I get it. It's it's an interesting topic, especially since, I mean, me and my husband are from the Bay Area. We never planned to leave. My business was there. We were so established. I I think my husband would have been maybe okay with moving. Like he wasn't like completely obsessed with the Bay Area, but me, I was like never. Like never would I leave the Bay Area. I'm such a Bay Area girl. I went away for college, came back. Like there was I I never even considered to move to Southern California. Like I was just a Northern California Bay Area girl, period. So I think this move was very shocking to most people that knew me. So I think that was part of it. When we decided we were going to move, I started a new Instagram called the Nashville Vibing with an underscore as a space. And that was really just me kind of having fun with it. Any time we did something that I loved, I would post about it. Oh, check out this restaurant. Oh, check out this bar. Oh, look at this cool park. Oh, whatever, right? And then it kind of morphed into like our life being built in Nashville. We, we built a house. We did all these things. All of it kind of became recorded on this Instagram. So then I started to get a lot of questions on the Instagram. People that were considering leaving California. People that were considering the Nashville area in general and had nothing to do with California. Maybe they were coming from New York or Chicago or Arizona or whatever. So I got this question a lot. I actually did a live with a friend on our experience and that live ended up not not saving, which was so annoying, but people watched the live and then I did like a post on Instagram kind of just highlighting the points that we talked about. And people still to this day will come up to me and be like, thank you so much for doing that live. Or I read that post and it totally made up my mind to move. Like it was so helpful. And it it like kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, people are actually listening to me. Like this is so weird. By the way, I do not consider myself an influencer at all. I make no money on this Instagram I've got like a little over 2,000 followers. They're all great followers, real followers, you know, 
It's a great Instagram. I love posting on it. It's so fun. But like, I don't have a million followers. Like this is, I'm not making money. I'm not doing ads on Pepsi. Like I am, this is just me posting organically, naturally, whatever I want. And this podcast is also just like a passion project. My career is lemon running my business, you know? So this is all just like extra. But um, yeah, I know that this is such a hot topic right now. As we all know, there is a mass exodus from California as well as places like New York for many reasons. And people are curious. Where are people going? Do they like it? Do they miss it? I That's often the main question I get is, do you miss California or, or what do you miss from California, if anything? So I'm going to talk about all of that stuff, but I'm going to give you guys the truth. And it's one that I haven't very publicly talked about because I feel like it's like so taboo and everyone has such strong feelings around it, but I'm going to give it to you guys straight. Again, this platform for me is a passion project and this is fun. So I want to show up to this podcast as my true self. And if there are listeners that are upset about it or makes them not like me, that's okay. Like it doesn't, this is not my business. And, you know, even if it was tied to my business, I don't know if I care anymore. I think we are all in a place now where we just want to be our true self and it just is what it is. So the truth is that me and my husband started looking to leave the state of California before COVID. And we decided that we wanted to look to leave because of the laws in California And the main issue for us were the vaccine laws. For those that don't know, the state of California first removed personal belief and religious belief exemptions, which basically means that the parent has no right to say yes to a vaccine or no to a vaccine and still send their child to school, both public and private schools. I... Then when that law passed, I went ahead and got medical exemptions for my children, which basically means that the doctor says they can't take vaccines. It's not safe for them to do vaccines. Then they get the exemption so they could still go to school, play sports, etc. Then what the state of California did was they removed medical exemptions. Now, Let that sink in for a second. The state of California already was removing parents' rights, then removed doctors' rights. So if a doctor comes and says, this child shouldn't be vaccinated, it's not safe. The state of California says, too bad. If they want to go to school, public or private, they have to be vaccinated. We don't care. So that was massive. I mean, there was an huge uproar of parents that were very upset about this. Now, of course, media doesn't talk about it. Instagram hides it. It's very hush-hush. And they kind of do try to make you feel alone in the situation. Like, am I the crazy one that's questioning this? Or am I the crazy one for not just blindly saying yes to every vaccine, whether it's new or old or, you know, too many doses or whatever you want to debate on it? So 
that was really interesting to me, but we didn't really care. I mean, me and my husband had done the research. We had asked the questions and we in no way, shape or form felt comfortable doing the vaccines, period. Now, remember, this was before COVID. So I do think that there was a group of people that decided to leave because of COVID, how COVID was handled in the state of California, and then vaccine laws around the COVID shot specifically. So I think it's important that I point that out. But for us, we were already on the path of see you later. We visited Nashville January of 2020. So of course the timing is interesting. We were planning on also looking at Austin, Dallas, uh, the Carolinas. We wanted to be close to a major city. My husband works in tech. And also at the end of the day, like we're, we're Bay Area people. Like we were used to being close to a major city and it's not like we wanted to be in the middle of nowhere and like have a farm. Even though these days it's like, well, maybe we do want a farm. <laughs> Go back to the episode about our food system. Um, so that was part of it. We also wanted to stay away from states that were following California in these laws. So we were staying away from New Jersey, New York, whatever. You know, you could do your own research on that one. So it limited our pool, of course, but... Um, yeah. And then there were states that like each of us said a hard no to. Like I said a hard no to Florida. I think my husband said a hard no to Arizona. There was there was definitely some hard no's in there for us. And um, we were both kind of okay with it. So we visited Nashville um, and we we loved it. We We did a mix of having fun and exploring Nashville as a city and then also driving the residential areas, talking to real estate agents, like all of that. And um, kind of exploring outside of the city as well, like the different towns like Franklin and Leapers Fork and all the different things. And then, of course, we went back home. Honestly, we went back home and I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is such a big move. I think you know, maybe we'll homeschool and I will just give up my career and we'll live in a shack. Like, I don't know. Like, I I literally was like, this is too scary. And then COVID happened. All the shutdowns happened. Our life went into complete chaos. Um, I had two locations at the time of my store. I had to send all 16 employees home. It was a nightmare. My husband was in back-to-back Zoom meetings the kids were home Zoom schooling, which was horrible because I had to leave to get my work done. I had to go to the stores to fulfill orders, to ship orders, to keep my business afloat. You guys, it was, I still, I have like PTSD about it. I swear to God. Like if I watch a movie or a show and they start to talk about COVID and they start to mimic the shutdowns and it's like they're in that time period, I literally feel like I can't breathe. Like horrible. And I think we can all agree that the way that the state of California handled COVID was horrendous. It ruined businesses. It ruined people's lives. It was a complete disaster. Now, I mean, of course I was lucky. My husband was at least home. 
Could you imagine if he was like a doctor and had to like go to the hospital every day and I had a business and I had to leave the house? What would we have done? Horrible. So then that summer, we checked out Austin. We drove through Waco. I was like, I might as well see Waco, you know, Joanna Gaines and that whole thing. I was curious. And then we went to Dallas. Austin became a no for us because it was basically a mini San Francisco. There was like homeless people everywhere. It it was definitely leaning very much towards California vibes in not a good way. And then as soon as you leave Austin itself, it's very flat and brown. And I didn't I didn't love that. We're used to hills and mountains and hiking and trees and water and like all the things that Nashville does have, Texas doesn't have, or at least not this part. Um, Dallas, I wasn't excited about. I know a lot of people love it. A lot of people love Austin, so I'm not knocking it, but it just didn't feel right for us. And then Waco is a, is a truck stop. It's a hard no for us. I mean, I the only thing to do there is whatever Chip and Joanna Gaines had built. Their, their gift shop, their restaurant, their, like that was like it, which kind of made me laugh. Um, yeah. And then we honestly didn't even make it to the Carolinas. I still to this day have not been to North or South Carolina. I've only heard good things. Um, I do know that North Carolina is known for some of its tech stuff. So that was why it was on our list as well as, you know, it has the water and maybe some of the other characteristics that we love from California or our lifestyle. We like to be, you know, like hiking and that kind of stuff. But we didn't make it. I think we we visited Nashville again and we made up our mind and we were like, this feels right. Um, also, through our research, Williamson County which is just outside of Nashville, south of Nashville, has some of the best schools in the whole country. So that was huge for us. Beautiful real estate. All of the, kind of checked a lot of the boxes. And so we made the decision. And so as soon as holiday season 2020 was over, like literally between Christmas and New Year's, we moved. And the only reason we even waited that long was because of my store owning a gift shop. Obviously, holidays is big for us. I couldn't have imagined just leaving in the middle of holiday season or before holiday season. There's too many moving parts. So we waited. We packed up one pod and had our cars shipped here. And that was it. Like sold everything, purged everything. That part of it was honestly my favorite. (laughs) I think part of it also was that we were in our California home for seven, eight years-ish. And a lot of what we had in our California home was like a mix of our stuff. So it was like from when I was single and he was single, we got together, got our first house, and then got married and then moved into this bigger house. And it was like a mix of our stuff, you know? And we had a couple of newer items that followed us. Like I brought our dining room table that I'm obsessed with that seats 12 people. But a lot of the stuff that was just like out of style, old, broken, 
we like pieced together, ugly, gone. And I purged a lot of the toys. I purged just a lot of, like, you just don't even realize how much stuff you accumulate till you try to make a move across country. And then you're like, oh, wow, what was I doing? Um, Also, things that made it harder for us, my father-in-law lived in the in-law unit in the back of our property. And so he had a lot of his stuff in the garage mixed in with our stuff. They like shared tools. So it was like, it was a lot to go through, but we did it. We came, we were in an Airbnb the whole first year and decided to build a house, which living in an Airbnb had its pros and cons. Here's the pro was that we got to just be. I didn't have to decorate. I didn't have to buy anything. I didn't have to organize. I didn't have to unpack most of our stuff. We were just able to figure out life before all of that. And that was, I didn't even realize how big that was until afterwards, you know, because I was able to get the kids into school, get us signed up at a gym, figure out how to get to the grocery store, like just all the basic stuff that you don't realize when you move somewhere new, you like, you don't even know how to get to Home Depot. Like you don't know how to do anything. You have to put everything in your navigation. It's so daunting. When we first came, we were waiting for our cars. Like it was a whole thing. So that part was good. Of course, after about the first six months or so, I was just ready to get into our home and get settled. So that was really hard. Building took longer than we thought. We were planning on eight to nine months. It took the full year, it took 12 months. It was, you know, that part was challenging. We went through all of holiday without being in our new home. That was hard, but we were able to just have fun. We were able to like explore, meet people, go to events, like do all whatever we wanted to do and not have to worry about the home stuff. So that was nice. Um, so we get here. Let me tell you what the experience was like right off the bat you notice that everyone's really nice. So when we first were driving through neighborhoods trying to figure out where we wanted to live, people would be like walking their dog or going for a walk and they would just wave. And I always would be like, do they think that they know us? Like, why are they waving? And they would like smile and wave. And it was like a whole, like, you know, I know sometimes people do that in California. It's more of like a nod or like a little, little hand up. But this is like, people are like serious. Like they'll smile, they'll make eye contact, they'll do a huge wave. And it took us a while to get used to it. And and vice versa. Like we would like be, if we were walking and someone was driving by, then they would smile and wave too. <laughs> so it's like little things like that that you just don't even think about growing up in the same place. You know, like we are used to the Bay Area or California in general. So we just right off the bat realized people were really nice. They're also really chatty. So you go to the grocery store, people are going to chit chat or say nice things. Whatever you do, it's like plan a little more time because people are just in the moment. And I don't want to like life is maybe a little bit slower, but like in the right way, not slow as in boring, 
but slow as in people are enjoying their lives. And I think part of it is that there's no traffic here. So it's like no one's like rushing around to beat rush hour traffic or hurrying to get to work or dealing with school traffic. It's so calm here. So I feel like people kind of just naturally have more time to just like chit chat or, you know, have that sense of kindness of like, oh, you go first. I don't mind waiting or that sort of thing. It's it's interesting. So that was an adjustment for us. Of course, when we first came also, it was in the thick of COVID and we were in shock that everything was open here and life was normal here and you didn't have to wear a mask. So that was a very interesting adjustment. Obviously very refreshing and nice. The kids didn't, kids were in school, no masks, and life was just good. And people were healthy. Like it was bizarre. I mean, definitely a little bit of like Twilight Zone moments at first. Like we were like, wait, we can get a gym membership? <laughs> Back at home, all the gyms were like shut down. They weren't even allowed to do like outside workouts. Like it was horrible. Um, so yeah, so that was interesting. Um, I do think a lot of people are curious about the finances. People will say like, oh, California is just so expensive or the Bay Area especially is so overpriced. And I get it and I agree. We didn't move because of cost, but I do think it's a an added bonus that should be considered and talked about. We built our dream home and we paid a fraction of what we would have paid in California, especially where we were living, which was Alamo, which is, you know, a nice expensive area. Um, That definitely is a huge pro, but Williamson County, which is where a lot of these great schools are at and great real estate is at and great family life and all of the things you would want does come with the price tag. Like if you're moving because of cost of living, I don't know if Nashville or Williamson County should be top of your list. But if you're looking apples to apples, it's still cheaper than California in pretty much every single way you can think of. The only thing I can think of that might be more expensive or equivalent is like spa services or or not even spa, like salons, like getting your hair done, your nails done, like all of that is pretty much the same, maybe a little bit more expensive, but everything else and food might be similar, but everything else is cheaper. Gas is cheaper. Obviously, home purchase is cheaper. All of your bills is cheaper. Um, insurance and taxes cheaper. You don't have income tax here, which is huge. If you own a business, the taxes are better. It's definitely better to have a small business in Tennessee versus California. I mean, California, as far as I'm concerned, is just trying to ruin small business and it's really sad. Um, yeah, so all, all the things in that way, yeah, it's better. But if you're really concerned about cost, Williamson County is an upscale 
affluent area. So I do feel like I should say that if someone's like starting their research or that's their main reason for moving. There are other places around Nashville that are more cost effective. There are other places in the state of Tennessee that are more cost effective that are also lovely. And then of course, other states, I'm sure too. But just like going off of our research, our experience and us living in Williamson County, I feel like I should say that so that you you know. But it has been nice. I mean, I love that I always planned on building a house. I always planned on building our dream house. Would it have happened in this timeline if we stayed in the Bay Area? Probably not. And at the end of the day, it would have cost us more. So I would rather use that money for a better lifestyle. We, you know, I'd rather use it for a savings or for travel or for things we really care about or for the kids' future, whatever, right? Like fill in the blank. So I do think that lifestyle is a big part of it. I think all of us that have moved can agree that our lifestyle has improved. Our quality of life has improved and our happiness. And that's no small feat. You know, that's what life is about. And that's a big part of it. Um, I've been really impressed with the schools. As soon as we got here, my kids were doing so much better. Of course, a part of that is with the shutdowns. They were Zoom schooling versus being in the classroom. But just comparing it to before COVID, it's so different, you guys. The kids learn so much. The teachers do so much here. And they don't put it on the parents. I remember... Uh, I forget which one of my kids, when they were in kinder, kindergarten in California is half day. Kindergarten here is all day. But they would get out at like 1230. And the kindergarten teacher said to me, well, you know, you have the packet of homework that should be done throughout the week. You know, read for at least 30 minutes every day together. Make sure you make note cards and do sight words together. They have to learn their sight words. And I literally looked at this teacher and said, I work full time. Like, when do you expect me to do this? Because I've got three kids total. I work (laughs) and the kid gets out at noon. Like my work, my work day is not over at noon. Like this is your job as the teacher to teach all of this stuff. Of course, I'm happy to like read with my kid and do homework with my kid, but You also want to just spend time with your family. You want to make dinners and have fun and like play basketball and like go for walks and like do other things. I don't want to like drill my kid on all this schoolwork all, you know, all day long or as much as I can in the evenings. The teacher was just kind of like, well, that's just how it is. The teachers didn't really do much, honestly. Coming here and seeing what the teachers do here and how much the kids learn in school and then we can do more on our own as we as we want is so refreshing and amazing and it has changed again our lifestyle because now the kids come home and yeah they've got homework and they have you know my older one's in middle school he's got to study for tests but a lot of it's been done and they're able to come home and relax and play on the basketball court that we have or play something else outside or 
you know, we can have family time where we're cooking together, we're eating together, we're cleaning together, and we're cuddling to watch a movie. Like, just just freedom of time. It's just amazing. I mean, another thing that has been absolutely life-changing for us has been that the schools here have school buses, and the school buses are for free. So everyone does the school bus because it's just the norm here. Where in California, it was the opposite, where mostly you would drive your kid. Some people would do the bus, but there was a fee attached to it. And I think it was almost like frowned upon or something. Like no one did the bus. No one did the bus when I was growing up. No one does the bus now in California. It's just like not a thing. Here, it's the opposite. And it has saved us so much time. I mean, think about how much time you would spend doing drop-off and pick-up every single day. Let's say it's 30 minutes each time, right? 30-minute drop-off, 30-minute for pick-up. I mean, it's probably, it's more than that if we're really being honest. But like, let's say the school's 10 minutes away, you're doing drop-off and you have to get in the line and then wait to your turn and then let them okay for the kids to get out and then the kids get out and then you have to wait. Once the kid's clear, then the cars can move again, right? It's like a whole thing. So let's say that's like 15 minutes and then your drive back is another 10 minutes or whatever. So it's really more than half an hour and that's for drop off. We all know pickup takes a lot longer, but even if it was just an hour a day, it's not, (laughs) but let's say it is. An hour a day you gain back because your kids get to take the bus. It's mind-blowing. I can spend that hour working out, hanging out with my husband, cleaning the house, working, whatever. I can spend that time doing a face mask. Whatever I want to do, it's a full hour every Monday through Friday that parents gain back at least. It's probably more, let's be honest. So that has been massive. When I think about the time we have gained back and the quality of life and all of these things, it's really, I mean, it really is life-changing. I mean, there is a sense of like happiness and calm that we have that we didn't have in California. And I think it is a mixture of things. I think it's, you know, you kind of have to look at it all added up on top of each other, right? It's the traffic. It's the horrible schools. And I, and I hate to say it because those are the schools me and my husband went to. For those that are listening that live in the Bay Area and the East Bay in particular that, that know the area I'm talking about, I was in the Akalani School District. My husband was in San Ramon Valley School District. Those were the top school districts. We have seen a massive decline since we were in school and we're not even that old, you know? Um, and it's, it's sad. I mean, parents have to get tutors and put on all this extra effort just to get their kids up to a standard where their kids can do well enough to go to college. And um, it's it sucks. You know, it's, I don't think it's supposed to be that way. And maybe the norm is somewhere in the middle. Like, I think what Williamson County is doing in the schools in our area in particular, we are in College Grove, Maybe they are above and beyond, and maybe they are going that extra mile that you normally wouldn't get. So maybe parents should be doing more if you want to make that debate. But I've been very pleased. I have no problem studying with my kids, doing homework with my kids, reading with my kids. 
I love to teach my kids, but to put all of that on the parents and then eventually the parents will have to put it on tutors or ask for extra help or hire nannies or whatever just to survive, that's not the way it's supposed to be, you know? So I've been really impressed. I've also been really impressed with their sports. I have three boys, so I think, you know, you think about that. I don't think sports is the most important thing. We're definitely not football family. My kids are not allowed to play football, but the football is obviously big here. I've been really impressed with basketball. I've been really impressed with soccer, uh, baseball, all the sports that we've played. You know, even I, I put one of my kids in golf lessons for a while. Like, I've been very happy. Um, our middle school and our high school typically go to state and are very competitive and very good at sports. So if that's important to you, that's a huge plus. It is nice to be in an environment where it seems like the kids are just really well-rounded. They've got a great education. They've got the sports, um, all of it. Great family lives. Uh, it's You can see a difference for sure. I also, when we first moved, you know, peop- the young people will say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. And at first I kind of was like, are they making fun of me? Because I feel like in California, we'll be like, yes, ma'am. You know, like it's like a joke. But no, they're serious here. And it just shows respect. And, you know, I I love hearing the kids say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. And just have a, a level of respect. And it's very refreshing and different. Um, do my kids say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir? They do not. But... If they did, I, I would be okay with that. I think every once in a while it slips, like they'll say it, but you know, we don't, we don't push it, but I think it's, it's nice that the kids here are a little, you know, kinder, they respect and there really is, um, a little bit of like an old fashioned morals or something here. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's been good in that sense for sure. I also love the real estate. Um, there's a lot of new build here because it's grown so much. Part of it being all of us Californians moving here, but the real estate is gorgeous. People take a lot of pride in their landscaping and in their homes and you can see it. Uh, I, I don't notice it as, as much anymore, but when we first moved, it was like, wow, look at that house. Look at that yard. Look at that. Look at that. But I do notice it like when I go back to California and I drive, I'm like, ugh, why does everyone's houses look so bad? <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's interesting. I think, again, it goes back to just lifestyle. People take pride in their homes here. I think people also have the time. Like you'll see people working on their yards. It's not just like they're hiring gardeners or landscapers. We do that too, obviously, but you can see people have the time to like go take care of their yards and their backyards and their homes and their front porches. And, you know, if something needs to be painted, it's painted right away. Like it's different and it's great. And I, you know, increases the value of your real estate, obviously. And makes it nicer neighborhoods to live in. Um, also, we love the, the neighborhoods and how everyone is friends and do activities together. And like we just, the last day of school, we had a couple blow up water slides for the kids and food truck and 
you know, everyone gathered and was just drinking and eating and having fun and socializing. And, you know, the kids are more prone to just be outside and having fun. And you're not worried because it's such a safe area and things like that. It's, it's great. Um, one thing I get asked a lot is weather, the weather. Um, I always thought that the Bay Area kind of had four seasons because it is colder than Southern California. I think Southern California, it's a lot more just kind of steady the same year round. But when we moved here, I realized, oh no, like we really didn't have four seasons. They have four seasons here in Nashville. And I like it. I like it a lot. I will say our winters are pretty mild. We get snow maybe one or two weeks out of the whole winter. This winter, we like didn't really get that much snow. We had like one snow day and like it turned into ice, which is kind of lame. But I like when we get like a, a couple weeks of like heavy dump and the kids get to go sledding and like make snowmans and it's like so fun. They cancel school and it's actually like really fun, but that's only fun because it only is for a week or two. You know what I mean? Like we're not shoveling driveways. We're not worried about, you know, whatever. I don't even know what you do in snow because I've never lived in snow. But um, yeah, I remember there was a Californian that moved here and they were like, you know, oh, I just shoveled my driveway. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. Like it's going to melt tomorrow. Like you did not have to shovel anything. So it is very like, a low-key chill winter in that sense. I personally could never live in like heavy, crazy snow. So that was definitely part of our reasoning with where we were going to live when we decided to move. But it is colder. So like instead of being a low of 60 or a low of 50, it'll be a low of 50 and like, you know, go into like the 40s, for example. So There are some like crisp days, but I kind of like it. I like in the winter bundling up. I like wearing the cute pea coats and jackets. I like, you know, being at home with my hot tea and in my sweats. Like it's a vibe, but, you know, it is four seasons. So it is cold in the winter. And there are days where I will just not go for a walk because it's just way too cold which part of the reason why we built a gym at our house. And it's so great because I could just go into the gym, work out, and not have to go outside. But that is something to consider. If you don't like to be cold at all, there is a winter here. Um, Spring is actually pretty lovely here. It does rain on and off pretty much throughout the whole year, which is why it's so green and lush and gorgeous here. And there's tons of waterfalls here and it's just so pretty. It's because we get the random rains. So I thought that spring was going to be really wet and it was actually really lovely. It was a great time to go for hikes and exploring. The weather is mild, not warm, not cold. It's a pretty kind of similar to California, but sometimes better. So it just depends. We actually had a much better year than California did. I think California was very wet and cold and we had a great year. So, you know, I think it just depends, but spring is great. Summers obviously get hot, but we do still get the random summer storm or summer rain and it keeps everything green. It's beautiful. It's green 
all summer long, which is the opposite of California. California turns brown all summer long and is green in the winter more, where here it's the opposite. In the winter, the you know, things will die, turns more brown, and then in the spring it's suddenly it's vibrant green and then it stays green all through summer. So that was definitely something shocking for us. And um, it helps with like watering the garden and stuff too, the little bit of rain and all that. I, I think the hardest month is August. It's really hot. We do get bugs. The bugs are not crazy. Like I was legitimately scared about the bug situation. People were like, you have to carry bug spray with you. Like I was terrified. Um, it's not that bad. I mean, I have bug spray I will use if I know we're going to be outside during sunset, dusk time, when the mosquitoes like to come out, and I know we're going to be like sitting outside and having dinner, right? Like then I'm, okay, I'm going to spray like my ankles and my legs and stuff. But everyday life, like, no, you don't need bug spray. Like it's, that's so aggressive. And, um, sometimes I forget altogether and, you know, mosquitoes love me, but they loved me in California too. So it's not that different. Um, also because we get more bugs, we also get more butterflies and ladybugs and like pretty stuff. So it's kind of an interesting mix. We get a lot of birds, beautiful birds that I didn't realize that like, we don't, we never really had like bird noises in California here. The birds will like wake you up. It's so loud, but also like so soothing. I think it's just so cool. And then they have like different birds, like red birds and whatever. And then fall is stunning. That's when everything changes into that beautiful golden yellow and orange. There's definitely a couple areas you want to drive through that are like Instagram perfect photos, like gorgeous. They have all like the pumpkin patches and all the farms and all of the family stuff to do. It's the best weather too. All the bugs, like all of a sudden one day, it's like bugs are gone. It's insane. I think it happens like mid to late September, maybe early October, but it's like all of a sudden you wake up one day and like the bugs are gone and the humidity is gone and it's just perfect weather. And that's basically all of fall. Um, And then you go into winter again and it's just, it's, it's kind of nice having four seasons. I like the rhythm of it. I think I also like the rhythm of it because I own a gift shop and I'm used to that rhythm going through every holiday and month and activity and all the things. So having the weather kind of match that has been nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it gets humid, but it's not that bad. I have naturally curly hair and my hair doesn't get crazy. Like, that was one of my concerns because I'm used to like Hawaii humidity where like I can't do anything with my hair. I just let it go wild when I'm in Hawaii, partially because I'm in the water, obviously, but I just don't even bother because it's so humid. It's not that kind of humid because we're not on the ocean. So I do think that that makes a difference if anyone is concerned about that piece of it. The other thing people will usually say is, well, you're so far away from the ocean, it's a six, seven hour drive. You can either go down to Alabama 
Ocean Beach and all that, or most of us go to like 30A, Destin area, which is the panhandle of Florida, and it's literally a straight shot down. You just go south and a little bit over. And um, the first summer we were here, we went, and my expectations were so low, you guys. Like, I grew up, obviously, in California. I've been to all the beaches up and down California's coast. I have been to almost every single island in Hawaii. I've been to parts of Mexico. We have been to um, Mykonos in Greece. We've been to Ibiza. We've, I've been all over the place. So I felt like my standards for beach is pretty high. So my expectations were really low. I was like, ugh, we're going to Florida. Like this is going to be lame in comparison. But let me tell you, we got there and my jaw dropped. 30A is stunning. There are parts of 30A that are brand new and like literally look like you're in Greece. Like white stucco, like the whole thing. The beaches are warm. They're crystal clear, like light blue waters, soft sand. It's very like a preppy East Coasty vibe. Like you see a lot of people in like their polo shirts and, you know, bright pinks and blues. And it has that kind of, um, I want to say like Hamptons vibe kind of thing, even though I've never been to the Hamptons. Um, so it's a different vibe. We're like California has kind of that Venice Beach vibe, you know, Aviator Nation kind of vibe. And then, you know, Hawaii, obviously, like Aloha, like that whole vibe. This is very like East Coasty money vibe. <laughs> so that I was in shock. I was like, we're in Florida. Like, where are we? Like, this is amazing. Like, definitely Caribbean waters. And I was like, this is like some sort of secret. Like, it's like they knew about it and don't want to tell us West Coast people. I think now the cat is out of the bag. I'm starting to see influencers from the West Coast will go and get all their like content photos there. Um, I think all of us Californians that have moved here have obviously discovered it and have been like raving about it. It's like some sort of beautiful secret. So that's a drive away. And for us from the Bay Area, we're used to driving to the beach. Like, you know, Monterey, Bay Area, all of that is very cold, dark waters and hard beaches. Like it's not, it's not somewhere you really want to go like swimming. It's cold. We always went down to Southern California and even Southern California and even Hawaii. I mean, this is Pacific Ocean. It's cold. So we're used to that, but we still had to drive to go to a nicer beach, right? So it's really no different than like us driving to Southern California. Now we just drive down to 38. So every summer we've done it because I, I like it that much. And it's just easy with the kids and the dog and all of our stuff. You just get in the car off we go. So I think for Northern California people, the like missing the beach thing is not a big deal. But I do, I have heard from some Southern California people that they do miss the beach and they're used to being right on the beach and having beach days. And I get it. There are lakes here that have beaches and people like to do that. People own boats here. We just got a boat a couple months ago. So this is going to be our first summer with a boat. And I'm curious to see, you know, how much we use it. 
and if we can find some like cool lakes and that sort of thing. So there are some differences. I will say like no lake is like Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is beautiful. It's crystal clear. You're just not going to get that at any other lake. So that was a little bit of a shock where I'm like, why is the lake not look blue? (laughs) So, you know, there are definitely little things. Um, At the end of the day, like, I love the Bay Area. And I always said that I loved our location in the East Bay because we were just so close to everything. You could drive 45 minutes with obviously no traffic and go into San Francisco. You could drive 40 minutes to an hour and you're in wine country, which is Napa, Sonoma, Hillsburg, all of that. You can drive three hours, you're in Tahoe. Drive two hours, you're in Carmel, Monterey. You obviously have the rest of the Bay Area, like Berkeley and Oakland and whatever. We have like all the sports teams. There's a lot of draw, but a lot of that has kind of stopped. It's not there anymore. A lot of the sports teams have left. Um, I think San Francisco, unfortunately, is not safe anymore. It's dirty. And I didn't feel comfortable getting on BART by myself or with the kids. And I used to take BART and commute to the city every single day for work. Um, We got married in San Francisco and it's just completely fallen apart. So I do think some of that has just gone away, you know? I mean, now we live 30 minutes from Nashville and um, it's such an easy drive in and out, obviously, because there's no traffic almost ever. And I know my Bay, my Bay Area LA people get it because like we really understand traffic where other places don't know what we're talking about. So it's so refreshing to just like any time of the day, you can jump in the car and you're in Nashville in 30 minutes. Um, and Nashville is just better. <laughs> I don't know. It's safer. It's cleaner. I mean, obviously they have a little bit of homelessness, but the city's done a pretty good job of handling the growth and the expansion. Um, I know like the Gulch is a very popular area to shop and eat and stay and visit and hang out in. And they have security guards and it's very well taken care of and clean. They just go above and beyond with all the little details. And I I learned about a lot of this when I was looking for space for Lemon 2 on like where we we're in the where in the factory in Franklin, um, which is basically the suburbs of Nashville. And they we have security that is there 24-7. And I it's a very safe area. It's where they film like the Hallmark movies. Like it is such a cute town and it's so darling. And I'm not even worried. But they've already thought about like no, we should have security just because, you know, it's like just the little things that I think sadly the Bay Area has done the complete opposite. Um, I really hope that the Bay and California in general can get it together and kind of reverse a lot of the damage it's done. A lot of these laws have to be removed. They really have gone so far off the deep end that I don't know how they're going to bring it back, to be honest. It's really sad 
to see. And I think it's even more jarring because we live here now. So when I look back or when I go back or when I see videos or when I see pictures, I'm like, that's so bad. You know, it's like it's like when you're in it, you don't notice it because it happens so slowly. But then you move and you're like, oh, wow, like this is how life was in the 90s and the early 2000s there. So, of course, we're all hoping that the same issues don't come here. Um, I will also say that I wonder, like there's so many Californians that have moved here. I do wonder if we would be as happy if half of our friends weren't Californians. And I don't, like we don't go out like looking for Californian friends. Like that's not how it works. But just it happens randomly. Like the first day at the school, Mason made friends and it was like when the parents come and you get to like look at your classroom and meet the teacher and that whole thing, like the meet and greet. And the first, you know, the kid sitting next to him, he made friends with, started chit-chatting, found out that his parents were from the Bay Area. Now we're like good friends with them and the kids play baseball together and it's, you know, but like we didn't like go searching for it. It just happens. But it is a connection we have. There is a this strong bond that you instantly create with someone when you go, oh, I left for the same reasons and I'm so happy here also, you know? But you can also talk about silly things like round table pizza and how we don't have it here. And everyone goes, oh yeah, like we used to always get round table. Like, you know, it's just like little things that do bond you right off the bat that you won't have with someone else. But I do wonder if that makes a difference. Um, but, you know, half of our friends are not Californians and we love them too as also. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it is interesting. Um, the food is good. It's so funny because everyone always goes, well, can you find good Mexican food? And it's like, why is that always like the thing? There is good Mexican food here. Sometimes it's hit or miss. I'm not a fan of the Tex-Mex Mex thing. Like, I... I don't get it. Some people love it. I don't get it. So that's not my that's not my thing. Um, but yeah, there's good food here, especially in Nashville. There's a huge variety of food. It is very diverse. You know, I think one night we went on a double date. We got Peruvian food. Um, you know, there's just there is everything. But as soon as you leave Nashville there is less options. So I do think especially Franklin and surrounding areas is going to continue to grow as we're seeing. I already know that where Lemon is located, there's a bunch of new restaurants coming in. It is just like a very evolving area. Um, But like one of our favorite places to go, Herban Market is all organic, non-GMO, no seed oil, gluten-free options, very healthy you can't even find a place like that at home, you know? So it's like, I'm very impressed with places like that. Of course, you can get barbecue and deep fried and they're known for their Nashville hot chicken, which by the way is really yummy and all that stuff. But you can find junk like that in California too. So I think it is a good good vibes. We still shop at Whole Foods. We still shop at Sprouts. We still shop at Trader Joe's. Like 
none of that has changed. The only thing that has changed in a positive way is that we buy as much as we can local and small. So there's a farm right by us, Hatcher, where we get our eggs. We get a lot of our beef from them. As much as we can, we try to do local and small. One, to support small business, of course, but it's also just better quality. We used to have chickens in California. We don't have chickens anymore, but we just go to Hatcher and we get fresh eggs from them, and it's the same as if we had our own chickens. So that is definitely a huge plus. There's a lot of farms here where you can go do your own like strawberry picking or whatever, and then just come home with your own produce or your own flowers. And like, it's so fun and everything is family friendly, anything. You could do anything and kids are welcomed and it's so refreshing. Like you can go wine tasting here in a beautiful vineyard and there's tons of kids where you go to Napa and it's like kind of frowned upon. I mean, I remember having kids and there were a couple wineries where they literally said you have to be 21 or over to even go or 18 or over. And they said like no kids. So that's huge. I know I have talked for so long. I could talk on this topic forever because there really is a lot to consider. There is a lot of differences and and a lot of similarities. I think also people think like, oh my gosh, like life is going to be so different. But like I said, like we still shop at Whole Foods. Like a lot of the same stuff is here. Like it's not like it's special in California. I do think as as a Californian, I can say that we were kind of fed a lie of this California dream that doesn't exist anymore. I think it did exist in the 60s and 70s. 80s, even the 90s, but I think it definitely has gone downhill decade after decade. And now there is no California dream. I mean, you can look at just Hollywood in and of itself. A lot of celebrities are ditching Hollywood and living other places like here. Obviously, we're surrounded by celebrities. Justin Timberlake lives here. And I mean, you could go down the list. There's so many celebrities that live here now. And they don't, and there's celebrities that live here that don't even work in music. Like, I know it's Music City, so obviously we get a lot of musicians, country music, rock and roll, all of that. But there's tons of famous people that live here just because of lifestyle and they want to get away from the traffic and the crime and the dirtiness that Hollywood has become. And I think that you really have to, it's almost like, what do they say? Like, like follow the money. Like you can see very clearly that a lot of these celebrities are moving to Nashville and Austin and Florida and why, right? I think part of it is taxes and there is a business aspect to it, but I mean, just saying Justin Timberlake again, I don't think him and his wife and his kids would be living here if it wasn't also lifestyle and calmness and happiness, you know, like they could live anywhere in the world. They could do anything they want and they chose here. So it does speak volumes. Um, and I do think it was part of the reason why I had Nashville even on our list uh, from the beginning, because I was like, there's gotta be a reason that there's this mass movement of celebrities going to Nashville. Why? And now I know why. So 
yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the change. Um, I'm always happy to answer questions if you want to DM me on my social. Uh, I think that it is a difficult decision. We do miss our family. That's for sure. Luckily, our parents will visit all the time, but you know, I don't get to see my extended family all the time, and that is sad. But I think that maybe um, people will start moving as well. You know, I could be wrong. It is a tough decision, and you know, I understand friends and family that don't want to make the move, but I also think it's just out of fear. I am forever grateful that because of the state of California putting those laws in place, it forced us to move because if it hadn't have forced us, I would have never have left probably. And I wouldn't have known how much better life could be, how much calmer I could feel, how much happier I could be. I get to wake up every day, you guys, in my dream home And again, uh, maybe I would have had this home in California, but it definitely wouldn't be at this moment. It probably would have been years down the line. And it makes me so happy to have memories in this home with my babies, Christmas trees, cooking big dinners, hosting family and friends. You know, it really is that in and of itself makes the move so worth it. Um, And we get to go back to California anytime we want to visit. And I definitely am excited to visit family and, you know, maybe get like my favorite smoothie or whatever. You know, there's always little things you're going to miss or think about. But I, yeah, I I thought I was going to miss California so much more than I do. And it still blows my mind every single day. (laughs) But, you know, life is too short to make any compromises, you know, in, in anything we do. And just being able to breathe out with calmness, releasing any anxiety that California gave us has been life-changing and I'm forever grateful that we took the leap of faith and we moved as quickly as we did um, for really our own sanity. I, I can't imagine what California and COVID would have done for my kids' just mental well-being. Um, I, I don't know because we were only there for nine months, which was hard enough, but I can't imagine going through years and the aftermath of that. That has to be really hard for all my California peeps. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know. I don't think like Nashville is for everyone. I'm sure there's things I've said that you maybe don't care about or maybe you do care about that I don't care about. But, you know, I think exploring what's outside of California, if that's all you know, is definitely worth it. You know, um, there's lots of hot spots. It's not just here. But 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many more Californians move and how much is going to change here. I'm really blessed that I was able to move my business out of the state of California and closer to me. And I'm excited to see the locals here learn about lemon. That was probably the hardest thing I will say was my business. Um, Definitely had to start over. And that was definitely a blow that I wasn't prepared for. You know, you work really hard to build a business and a lot of that business you know, a lot of my business's success was off of my location. You know, we were winners of best gift shop East Bay year after year. That doesn't mean anything as soon as you leave the East Bay. You know what I mean? So that part has been hard. But if that's the only hit I have to take for this beautiful life we have now, I guess it's worth it. And Lemon will find all of its new customers now, um, as well as ship to all of our old customers. So I guess it's kind of like a, you had to eat your cake and have it too scenario. Um, I hope that this was helpful. This is definitely by far our longest episode. I apologize. I rambled on for so long, but if you're like me and you were really stressed about making this decision and really unsure. I hope that this helped and you can make the decision for yourself. Um, and I love Nashville (laughs) way to go Nashville. You've done good. 